Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Sedano, you're at home today. How was, how was Indiana? Uh, cold. You know who Drewski is. He's in all those Google Pixel NBA commercials. Drew, He's I, funny. I still, is yeah. it the, Okay, when you're watching an NBA game, you see okay. you know when the Google Pixel commercial comes out, and he's like a heavyset uh, black dude with like blonde hair, and he does like the commercials where he's like broadcasting the game and Jimmy Butler's playing. Unforgettable and, and face. Okay, Richard yeah. Jefferson comes and's like, hey, stealing my job or whatever. Like, uh, oh, he has a he has blonde hair. Yeah, well, he had it at yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, now I know who that yeah, is. Unforgettable yeah, unforgettable. He's in look. all the yeah. NBA Google Pixel. The Seven Giannis ones. Followers. Yeah, he's 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 in all of them. And now he's doing content. He sold out Peacock Theater a couple months ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah right. he um he was at uh, the slam dunk competition on Saturday. Oh, nice. He didn't get dunked over by uh, no. Jalen Brown for an ridiculous That would ridiculous have been impressive, dunk. dunking over if, him. If if Drewski would have came out? Yes, that would have been impressive. That would have been better yeah. than a I thought, five let foot me tell four you guy. Something. I will say this. I thought the judges were really harsh early on on... Obi Toppin's brother Jacob and Jaime Jaquez Jr. A hundred percent. Like I don't think those guys' dunks were that much worse than the guys who went and and ended up in the final. Like you know what I mean? Like I actually thought all those dunks were fairly close. I thought Jalen Brown's dunks were all dunks he would do in a game. Besides, well, he wouldn't put the left hand glove thing on, which was great. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, was that better fun than of himself? Clearly, in that clearly, situation. but I, was it better than what Jaime did with? Uh, Jumping over Shaq or like his spin. I mean, I thought it was. Yeah, way I mean, listen, I, I didn't think I thought Mac McClung was the best of all of them by far because he, he was had the best dunk. That's what he does. Right. Um, well, he's actually a pretty good G League player. Like, yeah, he he's solid he's, for G League. I'm yeah, gonna, I don't know if he's an game. NBA player, but he's, he's definitely yeah. a good G League player. Um, but he he basically they've all done dunks at this point that we've seen some version of it. Right. Where the, the difference between Mac McClung and those guys is that Mac McClung is putting a small little twist on it, right? So like when he jumped over Shaq, he didn't need to he didn't he cleared him, unlike Jaime Hawkins, right. right? And then he did a little quick double pump before he slammed it, which was crazy. So like he's definitely differentiating himself from those other guys. I will give Jalen Brown a lot of credit because there's not a lot of all stars competing in the slam dunk mm, competition sure, anymore. Joe, do you think I didn't, I didn't even think about that? Do you think that's why they moved him forward because he was a bigger star and he was doing the dunk contest? Because the dunks weren't great; they were not great at all. Oh, I don't know if that's what the judges were doing. Like, I'm not claiming that Dominique Wilkins and Gary Payton were cheating or something. They just liked their dunks better. Yeah. Um, but but I just think I, like I thought that they were a little harsh on the guys early on the Hawkins and and Toppin. So, yeah. I just like the Instagram of Hawkins. I guess that LED court. I didn't watch it. Awesome. Oh, dude, the, the LED Mexico- court in yeah. person was. I don't know how it looked on TV. I'm, I'm sure it looked it okay. It was great. It was cool. Phenomenal. Like in, in person, out of control. Yeah, it was wow. cool. They, there was a picture of a Hawkins dunking, and on the court, they put the Mexican flag inside the key. So that oh, one, that one awesome. got yeah, thrown yeah. all yeah. throughout my. I liked uh, when they were medias. walking; it was all fire. Yeah, boom, well, and when he did that, cool. he had he put on they they made a special you know the heat culture thing. Yep. They made a special one that said it in Spanish. It said El Heat La Cultura. Oh, nice! And he was wearing the hat too. Right. Yeah, that right. one was really cool. I liked the Mac McClung when he did the dunk uh, and he 
let go of the ball and caught it again and then right. dunked? Yeah, yeah, like he's doing different, slightly different stuff on stuff we've already seen, whereas the other guys are doing stuff we've already seen. So he deserves to be the guy. Um, sure. But yeah, look, the slam dunk competition is going to stink, like in theory, until you get big names again. Stephen A is right about LeBron. LeBron broke that chain of stars doing, of superstars doing the slam dunk because we had the Dominiques of the world, the Michael Jordans of the world. Kobe, um, Kobe, Vi- Vince. Kobe, Vince Carter. You know what I'm saying? Brent like, Barry. No. Oh, <laughs> but, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Not, not sorry, not too, too much. Not Brent Barry. <laughs> and and then, NBA, like, I have some respect for both. Go ahead. Dwight yeah. Howard. Dwight Howard was probably the last super duper That's star. That's right. Him and yeah. Nate, right? They had the skit going back and forth. Well, and he won one before yeah. Nate. Then Nate won two in a row. He lost to Nate, and then Nate won again. So it's. It's like he kind of broke that chain. And then we had two good ones with Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. Those but that were amazing. Good. Didn't yeah. Blake Griffin do one? He, oh, Blake here. did one. He jumped right. over a key. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, yeah that right. was Right, but fun. again, yeah. he, did it, he did it when he was young. So LeBron yeah. broke that kind of kinetic chain of young superstars doing the event. Yep. He would, and if well, he would have kept doing it, I think it would have been a better thing well, moving to forward. To your point, though, what would impress you on a dunk these days? What haven't well, you Mac seen? Well, Mac McClung, what he's doing, like he's... He's basically taking the dunks that everybody's done, but he's putting his own twists on it, like the double pump when yeah. you're jumping over a seven foot two guy. You know what I mean? Like that takes a lot of like, first of all, incredible athleticism to pull off. No doubt. You still got to get up vertical. Seven right? two. I know. Amazing. Wow. You know his dad played baseball. I mean, not his dad. I'm sorry. His uncle was a major league baseball pitcher. No, didn't know that. Yeah, Seth McClung. He pitched yeah. for a bunch of different teams: the Braves, the Brewers. Um, he played for a long time as like a middle reliever. Huh. Didn't know that, but more importantly, Sedano, did you wear the turtleneck? <laughs> I did. I wore on Saturday. We had I a big thing on. Remember the yeah, cross yeah. talk? We were trying yeah. to figure out what George is going to wear. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, no. Saturday I wore the black turtleneck. The we're black fashion turtleneck. consultants here. We do oh, it all on the show tomorrow. And then yesterday I went like very classic, like yeah. black suit, black tie, white shirt. Yeah, you you Reservoir Dogs ready yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean man. for the game you have to look nice. For, for the All Star game you wore all black. Yeah, for the All Star game, I dying. Good. No, I didn't wear shirt. Good. It was a funeral. It was terrible. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> it was the funeral of the All Star game. Yes. So it was appropriate as we were what are we doing? Says the guy who played in a Pro Bowl, kind of. But I'm just saying, 211 points. Come on, man. Really? Is this what we're doing now? Get after it. it you um, saw history. The, the defense. No. They, need, they need to figure out. I, I mean, even watch. LeBron talked about it afterwards that there needs to be some changes to it. You know? How do you change it? Mm. What would you do? Is it money? Because that's what what Demarco was talking about early was he was saying that well, they've first of all change the, the name. They've already done it. They do, they did it with the um, in season tournament. So just do it for the dunk competition too. Well, what do you think of this? What do you think if you named it after Kobe? Called it the well, they, Mamba- Kobe already has the MVP trophy in the final. Well, what if you it, called it the Mamba All Star Game? Maybe these guys play a little bit harder. There's no, no way you put he, forth again, that he, effort. He, the MVP trophy is already named after him, so like that's not that's that's like, not going to work. Wow. Yeah, it's got to be money. Like money, mot- clearly money motivated them. Did you see how they were playing defense in Vegas? True. Like so, you know, so cream. Maybe, maybe that's the way. But cream, baby. And by the way, not even in Vegas. Um, all those, like, not all of them, but I would say most of the kind of in-season tournament games that happened during the regular season, particularly like the second half of those, teams were going after it. Like they were playing hard in those games in December. So $500,000 will get it done. What did they get for for the in-season tournament? Was it 500? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was. 
It was five hundred thousand divide. Like no, no, no. Each player, each, each player got five hundred thousand. Oh, then you got to do more than that for the slam dunk. You got to go and, like a couple mil and the All Star game. Mil. Wow. wow. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Why are we even doing game. this? Yeah, yeah, because you pay you play play you're talking about you're the you top put, of the top. If, yeah, if if you put a, a million, million to the winners, if you put a million or two million on the, how about this? You put two million on the line, one million goes to the player, one million goes to the charity of his choice. Oh, you might get somebody to play. Maybe, harder. maybe then yeah. you will. Yeah, that might help. Okay, that's a good. So one. I also I got a question when it comes to the All Star Game, the MVP, the Kobe Bryant hey, MVP me. trophy. Why does it matter what team you're on? You're on the winning team, so you automatically get the All Star Game trophy, the MVP. Cat had 50 points. Yeah, but Cat had 50 points in a game that was a 25-point blowout. <laughs> yeah, because no, there's no... But you're not the MVP. You weren't valuable they're enough not, there. They're not playing anything. No, no, anything. you're giving away the trophy for the guy who scored the most points. I mean, but that's but that's the whole point of the no, All-Star game, especially this Damian, way it is. No, it's not. Damian Lillard and Tyrese Halliburton put it on the Western Conference in that first half, shooting threes, and then, you know, kept it going, like, a little bit. But they were the ones that built the 25-point lead. So it's those two guys, not a guy who's down, you know, 25, 30 points and starts balling out and scoring when no one else wants to shoot. He's the only one shooting it. Well, I mean, like nobody's playing any different defense. No one's doing anything. Does the point differential doesn't matter? Would to you me. give the MVP to the losing team in the NBA finals? I don't, I th I don't think in the all-star game. I mean, Jerry West allegedly threw one. that threw that MVP in the trash, right? Yeah, or something right. like that. <laughs> At least he did in that show that they hated. No. Wow. <laughs> Winning time. Yeah. No. Because that was all real. I, th I thought it was all but completely real. But that's my real. point. Like, yeah. you, you can't be the MVP of the All-Star game when your team was down 25 points or whatever. Again, I don't think that the teams matter in this game. Yeah, I don't well, think the amount Greg, of points scored. His get value. <laughs> what value did he bring to the game? What value did anybody bring to the game? Nothing. <laughs> Damian Litter was hitting shots from half court in, a, know, in that, a game. That like, was impressive. That was okay? impressive. And and they they were they were playing hard in the first quarter. I mean, and maybe I mean, not defensively, but offensively. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah. offensively. I mean, hitting shots with no defense is, is, I mean, who cares then? Can you let me talk? No. It's our, it's our crosstalk. <laughs> it's our crosstalk. <laughs> you can have it, bro. You can have all you want. Go ahead. Break down so, this game. <laughs> so the in the it's not about the just the defense. They were running at a real pace in the first half. Like they may not have been playing defense, but they were legit running. In the second half, they were they weren't running anymore on offense. They were playing like pickup ball. It wasn't the same. They actually ran out of the gates fast. Like offensive pace was insane. Like Doc Rivers told me. He wanted his team to shoot like 53s or make 53s or whatever it was. They wanted to get up and down, and they did that early. Wait, Carl Doc Anthony Towns, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns didn't do anything to impact that game. Wait, for real, I didn't watch at all, right? So Doc was coaching the All-Star game? It's more than he does in Milwaukee. Wait. Yeah. He, yeah, was, there. he was the coach. Because he was the there. Because they have a rule that you can't go back to back anymore. Uh -huh. So um, <laughs> the Boston coach couldn't coach. That's like having one of the celebrity coaches out there just show up and go. That's fantastic. I mean, that's all Doc is now. Oh, oh wow. 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 Bucks Sorry. talk with Bergman. <laughs> I've always thought he was overrated. Man, that has nothing, that has nothing to do with where you. he works. Wow. That's a whole other story. I'm learning so much about another story. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't be giving no cat no MVP. Uh, I, I really don't care who the MVP was. No, I mean, you're the one to. that's arguing about it. <laughs> no. It was just fun. I really could care less in the All-Star game. I, the whole oh, Arst Anthony Towns? Oh, okay. Big yeah, dude. Of course yeah, he knows. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just, I'm Why do you think DeMarco doesn't know who Big he dude. is? No, because I'm just asking because I'm Googling right now. He's the cat and DeMarco's the baby whale. <laughs> there you go. That's Absolutely. Right. Yes, sir. Wow. All right, what you All right, boys. Have a good show. No, 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 wait. It's not a long time. Don't worry. DeMarco. Yes, sir. 
if you're the Rams, I'm not saying you do this early. Shouldn't you draft a quarterback somewhere? Wow, it depends, man. I mean, uh, I, me, my first choice would be talking Carson Wentz into staying. But it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you seven, eight million bucks to keep him as a backup because somebody's going to offer him a chance to compete for a job. Uh, but if if he leaves and you don't have a backup and Michael Penix or some quarterback is sitting there at number nineteen, how can you say? Oh, no you're to that? saying in the first round? Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. How can oh, you say? Because I no? was thinking more like second, second third, third fourth. Yeah. Sure. No. Like I was. You, I was thinking like Michael Pratt, the kid from Tulane who played in an up tempo offense. Like and is he's got like pro style play as well like he he's got experience playing pro style as well so i well you i was thinking like that well like you that, got you want michael Penix? like i'm in on that too don't get me wrong yeah stafford's got what what two years maybe Ooh, max, max maybe so one you, good you have to get started on your future so hey, they hire two quarterbacks absolutely two quarterback coaches they had a, a guy you quarterback draft, coach and a passing game coordinator a guy you draft now is probably going to wind up starting for you in two years so you better make sure it's one of those guys. Yeah, I think the that's the side. move. Like Green Bay, dating back to Ron Wolf, used to draft a quarterback every year. Not early necessarily. You could keep three back then, so it was different. Yeah, I mean, right. but they were making moves. Back Absolutely, then. but always. they were trading those guys too and getting getting um, something back, some compensation. For You're those flipping guys. picks, no doubt. You got lucky this year. I thought it really. Uh, the Brett Rippon debacle in Green Bay that kind of underscored how Brett how deficient wow, you were terrible. at backup quarterback. Yeah, so you it's need a, a credible backup. Have respect. Yeah, like I said, I is would talk Carson Wentz in the stain. Yeah, nephew. Yes, oh, nephew. Yep. Yeah. yep. I would talk him in the stain. If not, then I'd, I'd have to draft somebody. Yeah. On Friday, Demarco was talking about how he wants Carson Wentz here, no matter what. He thinks he, if he can get a job as a, a starting quarterback somewhere else, oh, cool, yeah. go. I would but take, I, yeah, that'd be fine. But I'd still even if you kept. Him, I would then I'd take one late. You know what I mean, like in the middle rounds somewhere. A practice squad like guy, a developmental guy. Right? Yeah, yeah. What you were trying to do with Stetson Bennett last year, who I didn't, I don't think has any NFL future, even before whatever happened. Um, I, I just am not sold on a five foot eleven quarterback um, with limited um, athleticism. You know what I mean? Like it's just not, and not a big arm either. So I just never thought he was going to be a good player. I don't have anybody. If you went to Georgia for six years and didn't graduate, that's a that's a thing. That's for a me. flag. Oh, that's that's a flag. Yeah. That narrows <laughs> it down. I mean, right? It's not like we're saying you flag. Yeah. It's not like we're saying. I went right. to El Camino for five. Still haven't transferred. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not. He didn't go to like Vandy, which is like the prestigious athletic, uh, right. academic school in the SEC. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, not graduating. Uh, yeah, said a little bit details. something to me. Minor All right, details. boys. You can talk about whatever right, you want. Boys, to do. Let's get show. out of here. You got it. Seven ten. ESPN. Oh my God. Oh yeah, cómo va? Ya estoy listo. Ya llegó Sedano de Indiana. What's up? Hey! Man, I am, uh, you got me caffeinated today. You know I'm not a big cafe guy. No, like no, no, no. I'm no. arrepentido that way. No, 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 no. You're My right. people, they don't, they, they, they don't love, they're very upset when I, because I'm not a coffee drinker. But I am today because your boy literally has four hours of sleep and it wasn't even consecutive. Did you do your hair? Did I do my hair? No, my hair stayed the same. Whatever it was yesterday, I combed it a little bit. You know what? You all right, man? I was concerned about you. I was really worried about you this weekend. Why is that? Because you left the show on Friday when we were working. Oh, I felt terrible. Man, I had to migraine that day. Okay, so you are the epitome of professional. You and Ireland will... 
get off of a plane and go straight to work and it it's just because you love what you do. So whenever you two like bail out early, it's because you have a plane to catch or a bus is calling and that's it. You never, that's the Latino way, you never call in sick. Yeah. Right? You might call in hungover, that's what I do, but you're never going to call in sick. <laughs> and for you to leave the show, yeah. I was like, man, is George... I was, I literally couldn't think straight anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. And so I, after I was done with the show, I laid down for 40 minutes, just in the dark. <laughs> and then eventually, like, it didn't completely go away, but it went away enough where I could get up and finish packing. Now, do you normally get headaches like that? No, I haven't oh. had one of those in a long, long time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because I usually drink a lot. Of, I'm hydrated. I drink a lot of water. Yeah. But that, I don't know. That day, I told you, when I started the show, I hadn't I hadn't had anything to eat till 3 o'clock. And it wasn't um, purposely done. Like, it wasn't yeah. like I was fasting. So, I think the combination of I hadn't eaten, I probably didn't properly hydrate uh, that day. And then just that's it. The migraine came and yeah, it was over. Yeah, but you do your fasting and you're, you know, when you fast. But I'm drinking, I'm drinking um, water. Oh, um, okay. I'm drinking sometimes salt water, you know, to keep like the... And uh, you're uh, expecting that. Correct. Yeah. Damn. So, But I think that basically I had not I had been low carb most of the week and then I didn't eat till three o'clock and that was just dumb. And you were done. Yeah. But, yeah. And, because, no, done and dumb. Lo-ho. And then you're like, we weren't in the same spot, so I couldn't, I didn't know what you looked like. Because you should always oh, man. get... I, I, I was like, read of you. literally like, my feet was on the desk. I was like laying back in my in my office chair with like the microphone in my hand. Oh, you were acting like me when I come in and pop in with Mason and I. Yeah, right? but not in a good way, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, because people were telling me like, damn, you and George, you guys are a little contentious. You're going back and forth, like really serious show today. And I'm like, no, we're just having a good sports talk conversation. But yeah, yeah. that explained it. Because you and I, we have fun. We're good. We have energy back and forth. I was like, oh, George really wants to go hardcore sports today. All right, we could do this. I thought you were like testing me, right? Even I when mean, I- maybe I was. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what I was doing on Friday, bro. I got to be honest. Yeah. I, I went on, I got to Indianapolis on Saturday. I woke up at, my. I have not slept all weekend, basically. Yeah. I had a 6 a.m. flight or 6.30 flight out of LAX. So I was up at like 4.30 in the morning. Uh, the day after the uh, the migraine, yep. got to Indy, to your point, you know, hardcore, you know, just went to the hotel, had enough time to shower, change, and go to the arena for the Saturday stuff, and then uh, and then went out with PJ Carlissimo. My oh, wife beautiful. got into town. Oh, that's great. And, and we all went to dinner on at St. Elmo's, and we closed it down until 2.30 in the oh, morning. Oh, my goodness. See, because yeah. uh, Saturday morning, I got up to go soccer, right? Six o'clock. I almost texted you just to see if you were okay if you made the flight. Yeah. Um. Because you, you even you got us concerned because you're like, okay, six a.m. flight. I'm gonna leave the house at five. I'm like, George, you're not doing the right math. I know, I know you're the VIP at LAX, but even that's cutting it close. Like you had no idea what time your flight was on Friday. Like you were out of the loop. So I almost yeah, texted I you to see if you were there, and I was like, nah, George made it. He's good. No, I made it. Yeah. It yeah. Good. And PJ dinner. I've heard of the PJ dinners are fantastic. There were multiple bottles of wine. You know who joined us at um. I'm going to give you a name from the sports past, okay? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you remember Summer Sanders? Yes! Yeah. Summer Summer Sanders Sanders? and her kids uh, joined us for dinner because NBA Inside Stuff. Yes! Ahmad Rashad show. Yeah. um, And Summer Sanders was the original host was was Ahmad Rashad and Willow Bay, Mm -hmm. uh, who's married to the chairman of Disney, Bob Iger, uh, now, and she's a professor at uh, USC. USC, yeah. Yeah. So she basically runs the school of journalism there. But remember, she was on TV forever on mm-hmm. NBC. Um, so and then Summer uh, eventually became the host with a mod after. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole show went into the Hall of Fame, which honestly, as someone. Wait, wait. Inside stuff went into the Hall of Fame? Correct. As a show. That's why McMenamin posted a picture with Ahmad Rashad. And everybody's yeah. comments were, now that's. Inside stuff. Right. And Ahmad was on my flight today, my connection from Indy to, to Atlanta. No way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that show Summer was so Sanders, good, man. Summer Sanders went with us to um, to dinner at St. Elmo's, and it was a bunch of us. And uh, she was awesome. I had never met her. Um, I reason so. I remember Summer Sanders is because she was part of the 92 Olympics. So it was always like the dream yeah. team. And she's from the Bay originally. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, it was yeah. she like was had a monster Olympics. I always love watching Olympic swimming. Like yeah. I love watching Rowdy and everybody else. And yeah, Dan she Hicks won now. the gold in the 92 Olympics. Yeah, audition. Uh, a yeah. couple of golds, actually, if yeah. I recall correctly. So, um, yeah, she was like a big time swimmer, to your point. And yeah. then she did NBA Inside Stuff. And that show, when we were young, that was the show. That was a show. Like every Saturday, I remember, like, that's my, when I first fell in love with the NBA, right? Like to a, a mm-hmm. bigger degree, because it started with Magic and Larry. But then when Jordan, like, took it to a different stratosphere, that show was created. Remember, Ahmad and Michael were very close. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, all the players were very close to Ahmad because he was a former athlete and a great one. Um, remember, he went to college at Oregon yeah. um, and then was, like, a top five pick, I think, in the With NFL the Vikings, draft, right? the wide receiver to the Vikings. So Ahmad was, like, super cool. And he was married to Felicia Rashad, who, remember, yes. was on the Cosby show yes. back then. Yes, yes. Um, she was Mrs. Claire Huxtable. So it was like a big time show. And every Saturday in like late morning, early afternoon, it would be on. And that's how I would get a lot of my NBA news as a kid growing up was through Inside Stuff because they do like a week in review. Yeah, Inside Stuff, I want to say it was like the early 90s maybe. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. it was like junior high for me. It used to be this, as I remember it. Was it was a, like this week in baseball, but yes, for NBA. It was Twib Notes with Mel Allen, and then it was but, a But cooler run. and younger and hipper. Yeah, because yes. they would always show a mod at like somebody's house. Right. Or he'd go to It Carl- was like Cribs before Cribs. Yes, at one it was. Point. Oh, They'd he, have a segment like yeah. that. Yeah. And he'd go to Carl Malone's ranch or yeah. something like that. Right. I, and, well, he did one with Tim Duncan where he went to the Virgin Islands with him. Yeah. And yeah, a, a mod was just cool. cool. Yeah. So I was a paper boy for the Daily Breeze. So I would deliver the newspaper in the morning, and I'd come back. I'd get a Winchell's donut. That was my reward for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it would have um, Saved by the Bell was on. Yeah, Saved then, by the uh, Bell. And the inside stuff would come on after Afterwards. That. And uh, yeah. uh, Reggie yeah. Theus had a show, Hang Time, I believe. Hang Time with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those yeah. were the shows, and then it would be inside stuff. And then like that's when NBC would have like a 1230 game. It would lead into that, something like that. Right, so, right. NBC. And it usually was like Tom Hammond, uh, Bill Walton, and like Snapper Jones. Okay, that, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. 
who Snapper Jones? I always remember hearing that name, and it was like Steve Snapper Jones. Yeah. I, but as a I didn't, kid, I didn't know anything. You know, there was no Google. So Snapper Jones, why? what was his connection? Snapper Jones was an NBA player. Okay. Yeah. Is that what he, it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like old school, like um, Spirit of St. Louis. He played oh, in the ABA too. Okay. And then he played for the Blazers. Um, That's why Michael knows him. Okay. And, and also why Bill Walton knows him. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because yeah. they would Bill be Walton Tom and him Hammond, played yeah. together, so that's why they were on the broadcast together, and they would do it with Tom Hammond back then. Yeah. The 90s early basketball, it was good, man. It was, and then Dick Enberg would do some games on NBC every once in a while. Did too, he really? Because so. I know Costas would do games. Yeah, Costas. Well, that was much later. Yeah. Costas was in the studio at first. Yeah. But anyway, inside anyway, yeah. stuff <laughs> was like twib notes, but like younger, yeah. hipper, cooler for the NBA. And it was where you got like your cool news mm-hmm. of the NBA every week. Yeah, um, and it was uh, Willow Bay, and then uh, didn't Grant Hill take over? Grant Hill took over That's the new right. iteration of it. That's on NBA TV. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. They had a show on NBA TV with I think he had a one on one special too, like one on one with Amad Rashad. I think oh, yeah? he had that too. Yeah. yeah. Now you have no idea what the original inside stuff was, right, DeAndre? Like you, no, nah, I, I don't. He wasn't like, born even on YouTube. You didn't see it like at all ever. Like, nah, yeah, nah. We're, we're doing old it, man talk. But right now. To, to Beto's point, it was cool. It was like cribs before cribs. Yeah. So they would have like a mod, just like, hey, I'm gonna go to the Virgin Islands and hang out with Tim Duncan for a weekend. You know, like it was it was cool stuff. Uh, a little before its time, really, when you think about the way reality TV is now with all that stuff. Yeah, it would come on. Um, it was perfect during basketball season because there was no college football to compete with. It was just right. that. That's all you had. There was no baseball going on. And that's when right, you, it was the winner. Right? Yeah. And uh, yeah. You, I remember the Blazers were new to the league, so they were kind of pumped them up a little bit. And like uh, Orlando would get like that's because that's right, the Orlando t- Magic when Shaq and Penny yeah. were playing. Yeah, they were Shaq and Penny, yeah. all that good stuff. That's yeah. what. I mean, now in this day and age, we know everybody from kindergarten, like what rankings. Well, now it's, it's you know, different. it doesn't matter. We got Drewski. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just a different time. <laughs> you know, that's what it is, what it is. It's um, a, it was a great way to promote the league. So, oh, so much. That's cool. I'm happy for yeah, you. Yeah. So she she was there with her kids who were grown. Her her son is like, I think the dude's going to be, I mean, uh, not too Baller. far. From, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He's not a swimmer. He's a skier. Um, oh, and like, he apparently is like, could we could see him in the, in the Olympics one day. He's oh, that wow. good, apparently. Wow. Uh, yeah, he goes to like a crazy ski school um, that like all the top guys go to. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we had a great time, but we were out till 2.30 in the morning and I'm washed and I was up early. <laughs> Wait, you and, don't drink normally like that? Not like that. And there was a lot of wine. Um, and PJ's then, a wine guy, right? I've heard. Yeah, yeah like, a like, lot of wine. As in like he un- he really knows his wines. Like kind of yeah, Popovich about that? A lot of wine. Right. He, well, he worked for Pop. Um, yeah, for a lot of years after he stopped being a head coach, he was an assistant for Pop for a long time. Yeah, there, there, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, yeah. l- l- there's no cheap wine at these So, <laughs> so I w- and then I had to do the Wind Horse podcast in the morning. So like I was, I never slept. Like I never really got like a good night's sleep because even like that night, um, I probably got like six hours and then not hungover, like feeling good, yeah, a little slow, but did the Wind Horse podcast. I'd love to listen back to hear how I sounded, <laughs> um, but I feel like I was good. Um, <laughs> People were tweeting at me in a positive way, so I'm guessing that's good. Um, so I did that, and then then Sunday, you know, just did the the game. So, so yeah, the then, game was finally easy for you. Yeah, it's like okay, but let's then, just do the game. <laughs> but then four, uh, dude, four a.m. wake up today, like on the East Coast, and like barely slept by the time I got back from the game because I had to pack and slept on the flight for like an hour. Took a nap. Lindsay was like wondering where I was. Right, Lindsay. 
I mean, I knew that you're you're probably napping. I figured. Yeah, you did. In the text, you did say you're probably napping, so just call me when you're ready. <laughs> wow. So I did, and I called Linz. Linz, did, did you know inside get... stuff, or are you too young too for that? No, I'm too young. You didn't know any of that. No, I didn't know any of that. Mm. Yeah, they Sorry. know the they know internet. They know the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know internet, <laughs> and not even doing? like AOL dial-up. Like, uh, oh no, no, know, they like, don't know about like the fast internet. They don't know the get off the phone. I'm using. I'm... <laughs> You got mail. They don't know about the AOL CD that comes in the mail. Dog, you got like 30 free hours? I was in on that. You have no idea. 30 free hours? That was like heaven for a, a Latino kid and, you know, living in a Latino neighborhood. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yo, I got, the, I got the CD. I got the CD. Come get in the chat room with me. The chat. ASL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, right. Well, I'm glad you're in a better, uh, feeling better, man. Well, good. yeah, and I'm caffeinated, so I don't know how long the caffeine will last, but let's ride it. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Yes. Um, so anyway, all right, coming up next, there's some real stuff, I mean, as real as it can get from the All-Star game, uh, about LeBron. LeBron made some comments about his future, which, which I think that, um, I think are always interesting because um, people get all up in arms. Let me just tell you this. Well, tell me on the other side. Tell me on the other side. Because mm-hmm. I got to tell people about Jacob and Ronnie first. So if you get into an accident, it's raining out there, dude. Be careful because the streets are wet. People don't know how to drive in the rain. Um, yeah, you just it gets slippery. People ain't paying attention. You get hit. And it's like, boom. And you know what happens when you hear boom? You better call Jacob, dude, right away. 844-24-JACOB. So when you're boom, call Jacob. 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB or online at calljacob.com. And as sports fans, look, you always want your team to be well coached and win. And Jacob's always winning, dude. So he's always getting ready for that next opponent. My guy, Jacob, ready to roll. Stay ready. You don't have to get ready. So think about it. If you're injured in a car accident, a truck accident, slip or fall in a store, ride share, whatever it is, it would feel like you lost the game. But don't worry. The accident's only the beginning of the game. You call Jacob at 844-24-JACOB. Get the free consultation, man. Okay? Trust me. Jacob knows the weaknesses of the opponent. He knows how to exploit. And he goes on the attack of the insurance company. Provides you the victory that you deserve. So make sure you're on the winning team. If you're injured in an accident, don't wait. Call Jacob at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. You call Jacob, he'll win for you. So call him at 844-24-JACOB. 844 24 Jacob or visit him online at calljacob.com. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Mm. It's perfect for the rain right here. It's still raining. It outside. is a good rain. Uh, let me tell you, I was out there a little while ago because it was a little foggy too um, for a little bit. And I was like, oh, this is so nice and peaceful. Mm. I normally don't love the rain. I have like, what do they call that? Sad. Uh, uh, the. Seasonal I don't remember the, what disorder? the acronym stands for, but basically if the weather sucks, you you get sad. Wait, wait, what did you say, Lindsay? Seasonal affective disorder. Uh, that's what it is. Seasonal affective disorder. Thank you, Lindsay. Come on. That's a real oh, thing? Oh, it's a real thing. 100%. Oh, dude, it's a, yeah. let me tell you something, dog. You, you have lived here all your life. Yeah, okay? knock on wood, I ain't going nowhere. Right, exactly. I grew up, okay, in an area that also has 300 days of sunshine and palm trees. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and then I, you know, I moved to the Northeast for three years, Okay. And basically, here's what people don't know about, like, those parts of the world. Um, And, Lindsay, you know, I know you love Cleveland, but you can attest to this. Basically, the the winter is beautiful in this regard. It's great during the holidays. So, like, Thanksgiving is cool. Christmas is cool. New Year's even cool. 
But let me tell you something. After New Year's, I used to say, when because of the sports calendar, I used to say right after the national championship game, dog, it was a long four months, okay? There ain't no holidays, you know, Valentine's Day, I guess. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't even know if that's a real holiday. We made that up, basically. Um, that's just a Hallmark could get rich. But, like, it's four months of gray, <laughs> okay? And if you get four straight months of gray, that is not fun when you yeah, don't see the sun for four months. It's a type of depression. I just Googled it. Really, yeah, it. I've it, never heard of it before. There's so. people mm-hmm. who literally, trust me, that's like the whole reason I moved out of Cleveland is because of the weather. Honestly, people say what they want about Cleveland, especially, you know, those idiots who've never been there. But the weather is what sucks about Cleveland. Brutal. The weather is those, terrible. January through April, though, right? Like, that's the time that, for the most part... You have a lot of gray days, like, man. Shorter like, days and less daylight like, may trigger a chemical change in the brain leading to yeah. symptoms Right, because of the time change, right, it's a happens good four in or five November. Months, yeah. So, like, the people, because I was watching True Detective last night, that must be something there. Too. I haven't finished the finale. Well, I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah. on the road, it's, but uh, I want to watch But, yeah, I mean, Alaska, when you're there, when you're. Oh, right. They have literally 24, you know, not 24, like weeks days. Of, of no sun, right? Yeah. No sun. Forget about gray, like you know, no gray. Sun. At least the sun is somewhere there. Like the description in Trinity, <laughs> like, this is dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah day yeah. two of no light. Like, what yeah. are you doing here? Right, at day fourteen of the darkness. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. Oh nuts. my goodness, I didn't know that. Uh, by the way, happy birthday to one of our, uh, you know, our loyal listeners in the community, uh, Dre. Uh, she's at Peace Andrea. Oh yeah, uh, she's so cool. Happy birthday to her. Yeah, it was, uh, my daughter turned 14 yesterday, Jordan. Oh, the there we go. Happy birthday. Yeah, Michaela turned 14, and then my nephew Aiden turned and, 14 today. The did she score a goal for her birthday? Or, or uh, no? no, she's pretty good at yellow cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so we, yeah, it was soccer weekend. Good for her. So um, I, sh- I shouted at him out on Friday, and so she uh, we made the move yesterday, George. She's allowed to have Instagram. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so that's those rules. Vaya con Dios. Yeah, so it was you know it's private, and I did the th- the talk. She's good. She's mature enough about it. I think uh, we're like, look, as soon as I tell you to give me your phone, give me your phone. So we approve on who gets uh, follow her. It's just more stuff. And then right away, she puts like soccer stuff up there. I'm like, all right, good. So there you go. We'll, we'll good see. Dad. We'll see. Good dad. Uh, good, uh, good, way, good mom too. Good mom. M- m- good mom too. I have yeah. met her. Yes, yes. I, I met I, I met her mom. So yep. uh, at the game last year when we did we went to the modern day Bosco game. Yeah, last yeah. Year. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, by the way, mailman Matt tweets in: If you play D Cash Money and Lindsay the dial-up sound from AOL, they would ask which dubstep <laughs> DJ it is. <laughs> I actually do know that because one time when I think I was in I don't know ninth or tenth grade when that was a thing, and I remember I accidentally changed the phone number somehow because I couldn't get on the internet. And my mom got a phone bill for like five hundred dollars because it was somehow connecting to a long. Oh, that's right! Number. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. boy, I'm sure your mom was real awesome. thrilled about that. Hey, you're still alive, huh? Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's let. Let me tell you something. That would have happened in my household. Five hundred, five hundred dollar phone bill. Man, nice I would you. not have wanted to see that. So you know. Well, somehow they forgave it. You know, somehow they nixed oh, it. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. She, my mom called them up mm-hmm. and talked to them, and they, they, uh, yeah, they nixed it out. They ain't forgiving me anytime <laughs> we have a high phone bill. Um, well, by the way, Granted LA, funny tweet, says, to fix the All-Star game, you give out the Kobe Award to the MVP, which they've done. He goes, but then you got to give out the Swaggy P Award to the player who gives the least amount of effort. <laughs> Nobody would want to win that award. Everybody would try That's my guy. That's my guy right That's there. That's a funny line. That's a funny line. Swaggy. Um, speaking of Lakers... So I was um, I was walking on Saturday um, to my position, and Shaq was coming the other way. So I kind of gave him like a little bump, and I was like, yo, what up, big fella? And he's like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And then I said to him, yo, 
By the way, my radio partner, he oh, does no, an impersonation of you. No, you didn't. Yeah, why not? Wait, are I you like, like cool with Shaq still? Yeah, dude. Like okay. I, I, I legit like bumped him like and and he like looked at me all like twisted, like, who's this? Then he's no, like, cause you know how sometimes athletes, if you're out of sight, out of mind, they forget it. But like no, you're, you're no, that's still your guy. Is, let me tell you something. That's cool. Okay, I met him when he got traded from here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so wow. like um, okay. he was always super cool with me. And Uncle Jerome was always super cool. Like to this day, if I see if I see any of them, they're always cool. That's Same cool. thing with I didn't you know I never covered Barkley, but Barkley's always really nice to me. Well, like, yeah, you, you know can call mean? him. Like, well, they here's the thing, like you know, there's not you know how it is. Like there's not a lot of people in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that work these games, so like you run into these people or you're watching these people all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like they like I remember I sat next to Ernie Johnson one time at a, a Laker game, and I introduced myself. I'm like. I'm like, Ernie, I just want to introduce myself. I'm George Sedano. That's Ernie freaking Johnson, dude. I want to, I mean, he's like, I've grown up watching him, you mm -hmm. know? And he's like, he's like, George, I know exactly who you are. And no it's like, way. And I was like, you do? <laughs> it's like, yeah, like that's, and you kind of forget that these people are also watching you. You know what I mean? Like while you're watching them. So anyway, I just know Shaq forever. So I say to him, so he, I bump him, he looks at me and then he's like, oh, what's up? Like, you know, like, oh, it's you, you know? And so I say, hey, my radio partner does an impersonation of you. And he goes, is it good? And I go, no, nah, it's bleeping terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell Sha Shaq. I'm going to tell Cappy that story tomorrow, too. He's going to say, um, no, he didn't say that. George, no, he didn't but say I, that. So Why I'm did you FaceTime me? Why did you FaceTime me, George? Because DeAndre and Lindsay were in the in the chat where I text Cappy that, that I told him that I told Shaq he does an impersonation of him, and it's terrible. So. So Cappy already knows I told him. And that. he got sensitive. And Cappy was like, no, it's not. It's good. Mm, um, no, yeah, it's not. Is it good, DeAndre? No, no, it's not good. It's not, right? <laughs> not I'm good, not no. making that up. <laughs> no, you're not. It's not. I mean, I'm not going to even ask Lindsay because he'd already accused Lindsay of bias. You know, like that's what he does. Every Lindsay's time. Lindsay's biased. Every yeah. time. So I'm gonna, DeAndre's going to be the neutral neutral arbiter now from now on, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not. Like, come on. I love it. It's funny. It doesn't it's mean funny. it's not yes, funny. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's not, but good, it's not good, but it's funny. <laughs> Right. And the it, stuff that he tries to say. can be true at once. You know oh, what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> it, it can be funny. It can be not good. So anyway, he laughed when I said that. But and everybody goes, tries to impersonate Shaq. He goes, because he got that mumble. There's only one. And I'm like, there is only one. You're right. I think George is better than <laughs> Um. So anyway. So yeah, it was cool. It was uh, the All-Star game. I had never worked one like that. Like huh. I've worked like covering it for yeah. like SportsCenter. But that's different. Okay, like, what was I your was, job? I, I was the sideline reporter on radio, so I was on the floor the whole time. So during the dunk contest, too? Yeah. So I'll give you a fun story, okay? Please. That we got two I'm more gonna, hours. <laughs> should I you know, should I go to break now, Lindsay, and tell the, the fun story about the, the yeah, being you, on the floor? Yeah, you could do that, yeah. All right, let's do that. So there, I have a fun story to tell you about an interaction I had on oh. Saturday. Like, it was pretty funny because... Basically, I got put on the spot in in front of a bunch of players. Oh. So they all kind of were looking at me, and I had to answer this question about who I was picking for a particular contest. I'll explain oh. on the other side. Uh, we'll do that here in a second. But, uh, Lindsay, do we have a live read? I'm yes, sorry. I do, because you're talking oh. about who you got. You had to pick a spot. DeAndre in the back, and I were in the back picking our prize picks. Oh, okay. There oh, so check this out, George. So I'm like, DeAndre, That's what are we going to do? What are we going to do? 
What are we going to do? We're going to take Notre Dame and Duke. We're, so we did prize picks for all the games that are going on right now. So we did Notre Dame, Duke. We got tennis in Brazil. And then I think we took hockey. So we took Popeye Jones kid in hockey. So we did all that in prize picks. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that prize picks is what I do every single day. I go and see what's going on, what I like on the popular side. And I go and try to find little quirks, see if I like this or not. And I also get the prize picks values emailed to me. You love it. I love it. Over 7 million sports fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. Join me and watch your favorite players and get paid doing it. Right now, Price Picks will match your first deposit of up to $100. That's right. When I did it, what did I do? I used a code CAPPY, K-A-P-P-Y, K-A-P-P-Y. I put in 100 I got 100 all because I used CAPPY, K-A-P-P-Y. Price Picks, the first deposit match is up to $100. You'll love it. Price Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Blended by the night. Woo! Love that. Is this a this in this day, whatever? Lindsay? Yes, it is. Oh, DeAndre. What day? What year? That's from, uh, hold on. 1977. The number one hit was Manfred Mann's Earth Band, Blinded by the Light. Yeah. Was that like your attempt to be a slightly pukey like Chris or no? And it's just like my radio guy, like yeah, yeah, so radio DJ guy. There's, there's a level of pukeness that you have to go with <laughs> if you're doing the radio voice. Why are you laughing, Beto? The the term, like you know, it is. It's pukey. The Puke level radio of guy. Hey, how you doing? Hey, 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 hey. Oh. It's like what Sliwa does, like his impersonation of John. Although I don't think John is pukey. Ireland? Yeah, but oh, Sliwa's oh. impersonation of John is pukey. Oh yeah, 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 I yeah, think yeah, that yeah, yeah. His his Lakers voice is much different than his Mason and Ireland voice. Well, like, because you're going for three hours and yeah. you're kind of just loose. I'm just saying he's more ra- he's more like radio guy on the Lakers games, don't you think? <laughs> oh, I've, I work with a couple. Of, hey, broadcaster man! No, and we're yeah, back. there's a lot of it. Yeah, Woo! Wait, John is not that. No, John I, I is that definitely John not during that. the game, and I no, I feel like John is not pukey. No, John's no, smooth, man. I like yeah. him. Yeah, I think John is fine. There's a couple out there. I think uh, is is Graham back there? Oh no. Yeah, Graham Metzger, who our young intern, when, when I first met him, when he said, I want to do play-by-play, I'm like, Graham, whatever you do, do not be, I'm Graham Metzger! Like, yeah, like, don't uh, do this. Yes, hey! Don't do Jerome Jerinovich <laughs> on CNN Sports. He's a legend, though. I don't want to mess with him, though. But, uh, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like that, yeah, 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 that's yeah. the old-school way of doing yeah. it. Van Orleid! Yeah. Hello, everybody. A, Van Orleid's a, a caddy now in Florida. Oh. He's doing it. There living, you go. Living that retired life. Um... So, Beto, yeah. here's my uh, my story. So, basically, I found myself in a very precarious situation on Saturday. So, while I'm doing the Saturday events on ESPN Radio, which you heard right here on 710 ESPN, um, my problem was this. They, they, were, they were asking me to do a pick, basically, for every event. Like, we all did a pick. I did a pick. PJ would pick a person or a team, you know, with the team competitions. Um, and Mark Kessischer would make a pick, right? So, what they came to me during the three-point competition... I am legitimately in the middle between the eight guys, like standing there. And they throw to me, all right, let's go. George, What? who's your pick for the three-point competition? And I'm like, oh, man. Wait, the guys are, are going to compete? You're standing right next to them? I'm like in between all of them, oh. basically. So I get, I'm like, oh, crap. Now I have to say somebody's name. And they're all here with an earshot of me. Um and so I said, so I, I thought I was going to play it slick, right? I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, guys, you need a pick from me here for the three-point competition? All right. Um, I don't know. Who should I pick? I asked them. I said, hey, guys, who should I pick? Which one of you guys smooth, should I pick? Smooth. 
And then Donovan Mitchell turns around first. And I'm like, oh, Donovan just turned around. Donovan, should I pick you? And he's like, hell yeah, you should pick me. And I'm like, all right. So there you go. I'm going to pick Donovan Mitchell. Cleveland! This is for you! That was not the reason I I did it. It It was literally... It was literally I was playing this by ear because I had mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell to do. That's that smooth though, right there. Turn it um, back on them, okay. So, but as I do that, Damian Lillard turns his head because he was in the front and looks back at me, kind of like over his shoulder, kind of side eye, and I go, "Uh-oh, guys, I think Dame's mad at me." And he goes, "No, no, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. We're good." And I was like, oh, he's mad. I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's mad. I go, wait a minute. I may need to rescind my pick. And he's like, no, no, don't do that. Dame says to me. And I'm like, uh oh, yeah, OK. He did the Laura. Mm. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Straight up. OK. So just so you guys know, the way this worked is when they were done with every competition, the winners would go to Ali LaForce, the sideline reporter on TNT, and then I, they would come to me second. So Dame wins the competition. Oh, no. OK. The three-point competition in a crazy tie break, right? Because the three-point competition is awesome. The stars definitely come out for that one. You know what I mean? They they let it fly. That's worth watching. And and the best guys do it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the other part of it, you know? Um, So, um, not Steph. Dame wins. Uh He finishes his interview with Ali, and here's what happens next. We're here with the three-point champion, Damian Lillard, and he came right to me because, as you guys know, earlier, I was asking who's going to win the competition. Donovan Mitchell turned around and said he was going to win, so I went with him, and Dame, you gave me the side eye, so you came up to me and said, I told you. Put some money on me. When you asked him, he said, you said, he said it first. I was like, the loudest one ain't always right, you know what I mean? But it's all good. You'll have a, a safe bet next time. Yeah, I got you. You're going for a three-peat, I feel like, next time. I mean, after last year, I thought I wouldn't do it again. Then I felt like I had to defend it. And now I feel like, why not? Why not do it again and go for the three-piece? Well, Giannis was saying that it was his trophy, okay? I'm here. You're in next year? Yes, I'm here. Okay. But he took your trophy. Tell him to come Tell him to come get it. Oh, he, oh, so if he goes for a three-peat, Giannis, will you compete against him? No, 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 no. This is, this is not my game. I know my game. This is not my game. Okay. So only if he doesn't compete, you compete. If he doesn't compete, which I don't think that's going to be the case, he will do it. He's going to be, what, he, this is your third one? Oh, you're going to do the dunk contest, he said. I'm, I'm old. I'm old. Come on, you're not old, Giannis. I can't move. I can't move. I can't move no more. <laughs> so that's what transpired afterwards with uh after dame came in and called me out basically. hey good job by you being smooth about it going because dame wasn't messing around you could hear in dame's voice like yeah money i'm your guy right and dude then, he, he yeah. didn't stop giving it to me the whole weekend like the whole weekend okay, every time on. he saw me he'd bring it up it was hilarious because i had dame obviously there then on Sunday, I ha- he was my interview in the layup line for the East team. And then, and then he won the MVP, so I had to. And I said to him in the layup line interview, he, I said, you know, you gave it to me yesterday. I've learned my lesson. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to do, um, I'm not going to pick against you. I said to him on the air in layup line, I said, I'm picking you to win the MVP. So are you going to make me look good? And he says, well, look, I'm not going to just I'm not going to necessarily go for it from the beginning. I'm going to see how it goes. If I get hot, then I'm going to push. I'm going to push forward and, and shoot for it. But I got to see how I come out first. So so he was giving it to me. So he comes to me. He wins the MVP and he looks at me again and he just gives me like a smile. 
and I see. I, look, I learned my lesson. You you came through for me. So in other words, uh, because of you, Dame is the MVP. I mean, you I fired him, him up. A lot. I did. I'm going to take credit for it. Yes, yeah. I'm going to do a cappy, and I'm going to take credit for Dame winning uh, the MVP. Yes. So he won the three point contest in spite of you. He because won the of me, MVP. I motivated it's, him. Yeah. Yes. It, it's so in other words, no Sedano. There's no Dame weekend. Right. Sedano pushed Dame all weekend. See, I feel like. I'm going to really go even extra cappy now, okay? I'm going to go extra cappy crispy, okay? How about that? And I'm going to tell you right now, Dame and I are BFFs. We could do a buddy cop movie, Dame and I, right now. I'll believe you on the shackle. I don't know about the day, because you know what? These guys get so petty when somebody goes against them. Yeah. And in these kind of events, whether it's dunk contest or, or three-point contest or anything, the moment you pick against them is like, oh, Oh, okay. It doesn't matter who it is. If you're doing it in front of him. So Dame, he might have been joking, but not really. He's like, oh. No, no. He was serious about winning, and he was serious about giving me bleep the whole oh, weekend. I, I, you mean the rest of your career? He's oh, probably. Go, this is the kind of stuff that reminds people in, oh, it's the, in great, the Hall though. of Fame speech. And it's in 2024, great. George Sedano, <laughs> yeah, wherever he's at. No. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. <laughs> um, you think. But Dame and I, DeAndre, I think we just became best friends this weekend. We're like uh, stepbrothers Wait, now. Do like, you know him at all before this? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But yeah. not like your your boys. No, but he's like legitimately one of the nicest, most real, straight-up dudes in the entire league. It's kind of like, Always cool. Always like, cool. Just, just, like, the way his personality is, like he doesn't really like show much emotion. You know what I mean? He's always like calm and composed, so it's kind of right. weird to see that side of him. Well, we know Dame. Well, no, he loves doing the Dame time stuff, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, gives it, he gives it to you at the end of the game. Yeah. I've interacted with him I mean, Twitter. that man ruined Kobe. The, the, oh, yeah. When Kobe passed away, he went out there and, and beat the Lakers. Like, he had like 50, <laughs> didn't he, he that night? He should. He's going to hold everything personal. See, I know him from interacting on Twitter because he's a big boxing fan. Yeah. And this dude watches everything and he yeah. knows like the guys who are 4 and 5 and not just the big guys so he's like that's from what I've heard the people around him are like he's like a real one I mean you go to Weaver stage you're, he was an Oakland soldier growing up in AAU like that's a real kind of guy but don't go against anybody from the Bay George anytime you go against anybody from the Bay oh, they're man, gonna yeah. hold it against you it doesn't matter what it is man yeah yeah so it was uh... I love that I'm all about petty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey tell me I can't have a show you can you can I cannot have a show. George Sedano said I can't have a show. Oh, I'm getting a show now. <laughs> oh, oh, you're making me up. Now you're making up. Now you're like Michael Jordan, making up slice. Yeah, exactly. All right, come, <laughs> coming up next, um, let's get into the Lakers and the stuff LeBron said, because we haven't gotten into any of that stuff. Oh, look at that. You Sedano sigh. All right, we'll get into that. Stick around, 710 ESPN.